Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and this is day 27 of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We began this season by hearing the truth about our sin, the limits of our own powers, and the reality of death. But we also hear the clear promise of God's steadfast and abiding love for us, and the amazing grace of God that has saved us in the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. A reading from John chapter 11. This morning we read verses 17 through 37. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Judeans had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. When she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. 
the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus saw her weeping, and the Judeans who had come with her had also were also weeping. He was greatly disturbed in his spirit and deeply moved. He said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, See how he loved him. But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Jesus enters our grief. Jesus experiences the pain and the sorrow that follow after death. He feels his own sadness at Lazarus' death. Jesus does not avoid the two parts of grief from which we so badly want to flee. He doesn't run away from his own suffering. He doesn't shy away from the suffering of others. Instead, Jesus weeps. He weeps even though he trusts completely in the Heavenly Father. He weeps even though he knows that Lazarus will rise again. He weeps because that is what we do when someone we love dies. We will often say that Jesus' sorrows show his whole full humanity, and that is true. To be fully human is to experience this full range of emotions, from love to sorrow. And Jesus is most fully human and not afraid or ashamed of his own humanity. But Jesus' tears also show us something about Jesus' divinity. Jesus' tears pull back the curtain to reveal God's own sorrow, pain, and suffering. A suffering for us, a suffering with us, suffering because of us. God is not distant, cold, or unfeeling. But God is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. These are attributes that God reveals to us, that God tells us about who God is and how God works. And, and these are attributes that all come from the heart. God has a heart for us. And God has come to our world in Jesus, a world of suffering, to suffer with us. But there are differences between God's sorrow and our sorrow. While there is a lot within our control as we move through grief, as we heal and emerge, transformed by a loss, it is outside of our power to bring a person back to life. In fact, coming to terms with the fact that that person that we loved is not coming back is an important part of the healing process of progressing through grief. With God, however, nothing is outside of God's power. And that is the underlying question of this entire story. Martha says, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. And then notice her continuing confidence that this death may not be the end. And for God, it does not have to be. She says, even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. 
And Jesus speaks of resurrection. I am the resurrection and the life, Jesus says. And that is the good news of Jesus, that he has come to bring life, a lasting, sustained, and eternal life, a life that not even death can overcome, but a life that destroys the power of death. He is God's answer to suffering, pain, sin, and death, the promise of the resurrection of the end come into our lives here and now. For those of us who put our trust in the Lord, the question then is never one of whether or not God is able to heal the sick or to even raise the dead. But it is a question of will God act for us and waiting for when God will act. So this part of the story that we just read this morning shows us what is significantly different about Christian grief. We suffer the same pain as anyone else. We wrestle with the question of what God is doing in all of this and through all of this, waiting and wondering when God will hear our prayer and act for us. And it is Jesus' own resurrection that gives us hope for a new life and for restoration and a gathering of all that has been lost. I hope that one day these tears will give way to joy, because God has chosen to act for us and to set us free from the power of sin and death and to give us an eternal life in Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, 
for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For what else do we ask of the Lord? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you for by water and the word we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace and raise us with Christ Jesus to live in newness of life, for you are merciful, and you love your whole creation. With all of your creatures we give you glory, through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives you new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and forgives you all of your sins, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.